Good morning. Your morning moment of faith this morning is coming from Galatians, the sixth chapter, and I will be reading verse number seven. And the word of God reads, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man soweth that he will also reap. I want to talk about expectations this morning. We put expectations and we put limit limits on God. We put limits and expectations on our God, the sovereignty of God, the wisdom of God, the, the finite wisdom of God. But yet we put expectations on him and we put limits on God because when we go to God in prayer, we go to God with this fictitious picture um, that we have in our minds of how things are supposed to to work out, how this prayer is supposed to be, is supposed to manifest in our lives. The things that we have in our mind of how God is supposed to be doing things. And so when God, when our prayer does not match the picture that we have in our head, then we think that God is not answering our prayer when God's thoughts are above our thoughts and his ways are above our ways. You know, then that's when we lose faith in God's ability to even do it. We lose, we think in our heads, well, God is not doing it this way. I don't see how things are working out, you know, and so we start losing faith and that's when we start putting our faith in flesh. And the word of God tells us this morning, He's telling us, do not be deceived. He said, God is not mocked. He said, whatever a man sows, that's what he will reap. But if you go down to verse number eight, the word of God says, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. See, that's the answer right there. Because when we, when the prayer in our head does not match how God is moving in our life, then we think that God is not moving. We think that God is not answering this prayer. And that is when we walk around and we lose our faith and we get an attitude with God. And that is when we become real vulnerable where the enemy will come in and he will start bringing us his lies. And we start, we start believing those lies because we ourselves put ourselves in that position because of the mindset that we've taken on on how God is supposed to um how God is supposed to work things out in our lives because of the picture that we have in our head see we got to trust God and we got to take the limits off of God and we got to let God be God in our lives because God has already worked everything out according to his plans for our lives. And God is not going to operate the way that we think he's supposed to operate because the way God moves in our life, the way God moves in this earth, the way he opens doors, the way he moves uh, upon people to do certain things and, and how he can shift things around, we would never ever think for him to do that. But yet we will limit God because of our own mindsets. And, and, and that messes up our faith walk in God. We got to release the limits that we put on God. 
And we just got to trust God, trust him however God moves. And, and that is when we will see God move in our lives. See, God moves. He hears every prayer that we answer, right? But because we cannot, we cannot put that picture in our minds of how he answers that prayer, then we fall prey to the enemy telling us that God doesn't answer our prayer. Well, if God doesn't answer our prayer, when we pray our prayer according to the word, then that makes God a liar. And God said that he is not a man that he should lie. That should be a revelation right there. Because, see, when we when we build from the picture that is already in our head, we've already put those limits on God. And see, God's not going to move like that. So with the limits that we put, we place God in this box and we think that God is only able to do what according to that picture in our head is able to do. But God is greater than that. And we've got to learn to take God out of the box. We got to learn to trust God on everything, knowing that God is in control, knowing that God sees everything. You know, there's a lot of things that are going on in this world. We have this war with uh, Russia and the Ukraine, you know, and a lot of people are bothered by that. They are truly bothered by that because they see the shaking that is going on on this earth, right? They see how the wars and the rumors of wars is going forth. You know, we are dealing with high gas prices, you know, at the gas tank, and it's a lot of conversations and chatter going on about about that, you know, because people are concerned because that is yet another shaking, you know, that's going forth in this earth. Things of how we are wanting them to be in our heads, they are being shaken to another level. And it's making a lot of people uncomfortable because the picture that is in their head is not being manifest in their life. You know, we do, we here we read in the Bible that God explained to us in word. We can go back today and read the exact words God spoke that in that uh, we will be living in perilous times. We read in the Bible that God is explaining of how, you know, people love is growing wax cold. And we see that, you know, we see how the we see how um, how the world is just it's it's just being it's it's just a chaotic spirit that's sweeping over the earth. We know this, you know. As long as we've walked with God and as long as we've read the Bible, we know this. But when we are seeing this shaking that's going on, you know, the different things that's 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 being shaken in this earth, we don't understand it. We don't understand it because it's not fitting the picture that is in our head. So we get uneasy about the situation that's um, that's being unfolded before us instead of keeping our trust in God. Instead of knowing that if God warned us about this situation that that's unfolding right before us, then God is in control. But see, we can't grab that factor that God is in control God has this worked out and God is wanting us to put our faith in him. 
But see, we want to put our faith in things that's going to make sense to us. But things are not going to make sense to us because God is not, he's not wanting them to make sense to us. He's wanting us to trust him. God is, God did not say part of your salvation was based on the fact that you uh, take the limits off of him or, you know, you expect this out of him. Your expectation of what God is going to do in your life and the stability that God will give you within your life is on the faith and the trust that you have in God. You, nobody knows how God moves except how you read in the word. Now, anything outside of that or what the enemy is trying to show you, you've got to learn to understand the difference in the two. You've got to know who God is. If you put limits on God, if you if you take God and you put God in a box, you got to know who he is. You got to know who it is, who you are putting in a box or you are putting limits or you are expecting things from. You, we can walk in peace with God when we have that understanding of God. God has, he's not making things hard for us. We are making things hard for ourselves because we got to get out of our heads according to God. We've got to get out of our heads. God constantly speaks to us. God reassures us. God promises us. He has told us who he is, what he's going to do, and the end of things. But see, we've got to understand and take God at his word. We got to stop thinking it's going to be this way when the word of God is simply telling us that it's going to be this way. If he said you heal, receive that. If he said he supply, receive that. Stand on that. Stop. Get out of your head with the argument that you got going on in your head, being double-minded about the things of God, just because you are not being receptive of what God has already said. He said, do not be deceived. We're deceiving ourselves when we argue the word of God. We deceive ourselves when we look at a verse that God is telling us to trust in, in the word. And we, we try to dissect it to, so we can understand it. Take it as it is. Process it. If you have to read it a thousand times a day to get it into your spirit, do that. Because the word of God is not going to change. God said it will not change. The word is your lamp and it's a lamp unto your feet and a light unto the path that you are on. This word is your guide. God has promised everything and he will do everything that he said in the word. But see, we got to take the flesh out of it because God said when we when we sow to our flesh, when we lean on our own understanding, we're going to reap that corruption or that double mindedness that we struggle with every single day. We got to take though take our our human logic out of it because our minds can our minds cannot We cannot understand the things of God from our human aspect. That's why the word of God says that God is a spirit and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. That truth is in our spirit that connects with God. It's not in our flesh. It will never be in our flesh. So 
I just want to remind you that the biggest part of the battle that you face as far as understanding and walking with God today is your house that you are walking in. You you have a spirit in there that connects with God, that understands God, that's receptive of God, and that receives and processes the truth of God. But you also have this, this flesh house that you walk in that is enmity to God. Your mind is enmity to God. And enmity means it's hostile because it cannot understand or it cannot, it cannot flip the word of God to understand with with just your cardinal mind. You have to understand God within your spirit. You have to do that. So when you lay your flesh down, when you get out of your head about the word of God and be receptive of the word of God through your spirit, then you're going to walk a life that is pleasing before him because you will take the limits off of God. You will take him out of this box And you will walk in the understanding that God requires all of us to have the way you need to walk in the understanding with him. So I pray today, saints, that you will take God at who he is, reintroduce yourself to God, get out of your head, lay that flesh down, let your spirit guide you. And walk in the truth that is right before you. I pray, saints, that all that you say and all that you do today know that God does it because he loves you and I love you too. Be blessed today, saints. Peace.